I'm John Klein. I'm Josiah Kettela. And I'm Jamie Kinnanen. And we're JK Cubed. Hi, guys. Welcome back. I'm Josiah here. This week's episode is Labor and Delivery Part 2. Um, oh, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, Part 1, go and listen to it. And then you can like and us or subscribe to us on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, JK Cubed. And also, if you want to leave a voicemail, because many people have been asking how to um, leave a voicemail, um, hit the link in our bio on Instagram, and from there, you can hit um, leave voicemail on the Anchor website. Thank you. So you had two C-sections, John? Yes. So the, obviously the first one was very nerve-wracking. Yeah. Didn't know what was going to happen. So they they uh, brought her in, and then they brought me in like 10, 15 minutes later. And so I go in there. They got the, the tarp set up. So I'm only seeing half of my wife, you know. Yeah. So she's sitting there, you know, looks nervous, whatever. So we're sitting there just holding hands or whatever. And then the doctor's kind of – there's one doctor that talks to you, and then he peeks around kind of comes back. Okay, they're doing this now. Really nice guy, actually. I'd like, I forget his name, but he was awesome. He, he, you know, he even put, you got a phone, so he's like taking pictures, like oh. after, not yeah. on the <laughs> other side, but yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, you know, we're just sitting there talking, and then it's like, okay, you know, she'll be here any second now. And, you know, I did peek over the fence once. Bad idea. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I saw, yeah. but it was just a lot of blood, and then like, these blankets with like it must have been intestines or something off yeah. to the side it didn't oh. it didn't look pretty i was like oh, okay i'm not looking <laughs> so, see, i would have looked i would have so, i'm too nosy yeah i mean i didn't look too long yeah. long enough to yeah. it's stuck in my brain but yeah. um so yeah then then she was born and it's like you know like okay here she is and like that second you hear your baby crying oh i mean i just got chills everywhere oh and I just, that was the happiest I've ever been oh, in my life. Yeah. So you know, funny. and then, so then I peek over, like, there's your baby. So then they obviously have to clean it up, yeah. cut the umbilical cord and everything. So I peek over, and I see this little baby, you know, Ella. I'm like, that baby looks exactly like me when I was born. She, you know, because Finn babies yeah. don't have much hair. Right, so yeah. my kids are probably now maybe a quarter Finn. So yeah. she had a mop on her head with dark hair. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I was like, I tell my wife, like, she's got tons of hair, you know. So yeah. Like, yeah. And so it was a, the whole process went smooth, you know. They cleaned her up, gave her to Tasha, you know. Then they had to go take her. Um, they do the uh, some kind of testing or whatever. So yeah. then we go back to the room. Then they bring the baby to you. Yeah. Everything went smooth until we got Ella in the room. You know, obviously Tasha being the mother was just like, I want to hold my baby. So they're trying to weigh them. You know, check yeah. their lengths and everything. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, she's just screaming on this cold bench, and Tasha's like, just give me my damn kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So then finally they do the skin to skin. You just hold it. Oh, them. yeah. yeah. Um, and then it, everything I'd say was going pretty good until you try to, like, get the baby to latch on to learn to nurse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, whatever nurse we had was just absolutely horrible. You know, <laughs> she... <laughs> She would not listen to anything. She's like, you can't give your kid formula. You have to try to do this. And we're like, we agree. Like, we want to do breastfed. Yeah. Um, and so she wouldn't latch on, or she would for like five seconds, and she'd quit, and then scream. Yeah. Do it again. Scream. And we're like, well, something's something's not right. 
And then the nurse is like, well, I see, you know, I, I know you're a smoker. So, like, my wife, she smoked very minimal through her pregnancy. So yeah. there was nothing, no yeah. side effects of that. But she's like, your your child is, is craving nicotine. And we're like... F you like you know what i mean like that is clearly not the problem right um so then my mother-in-law elmi comes in and you know she comes in and she's like listen here lady get us some formula we're gonna get some food in this kid's belly like you know because i being like a first-time dad like i wasn't as stern as you i'm just like I i'm listening to the doctors well, that, they was know what, second, that was just a second that was the second so yeah, the first one i was same as you i'm like the doctors have the answer they know what to do yeah so i'm just gonna let them you know i'll I'll just stand back and kind of let them figure everything out. Yeah. So it was a nightmare for a couple of days, just trying to get her to nurse. And finally she did. Um, and then getting home was a whole nother story. We'll get to that after. So, yeah. so then the second kid, Theo, same thing, scheduled C-section because she wasn't, she wasn't uh, dilated or anything. So that one was kind of nice because we already went through it. We yeah. know what it'd be like. So same thing, they roll her into the operation room, I come in, you know, same, they got the fence set up, whatever. So I'm like, not peeking this time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there, holding my wife's hand and whatever, and like, oh, here comes, here comes your son, you know. So I peek over, I thought Ella had a mop, this kid, his hair was like four inches long when, they, when he came wow. out. And he was like a week overdue as well. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just looking, I'm like, that kid looks like me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know they got the dark hair and they you yep. know they have more of the Klein look than right. than, than the the Olins. and then so I'm just looking at him and he's screaming he's bright red purple yep. and stuff but I'm just like like what a blessing oh, like I'm yeah. just staring at him and then I'm and then he pisses on everybody <laughs> you know they're trying to turn him around to the the table to wipe him down and clean him up and he's just got this stream <laughs> across the room I'm like that is awesome <laughs> so great yeah and then. I think he did much better nursing. Yeah. I mean, that kid loves to nurse. He, he doesn't anymore, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, so the second time around, I think there was a lot of complaints to the hospital because of all the crap we dealt with, like the nurses, the second time around, it was do it your way. That's I'm like, cool. wow. Like they even had it, the Peterborough, it was, I forget what the saying was, but it was more like whatever you want to do. Right. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we'll try to nurse. If that don't work, try formula do this, do that. And it was, it just, it was a lot more relaxed. And they didn't try to push an agenda on you that time? No, it felt a lot better. And my wife was, was it the second day we were there? Maybe 26 hours there. She's like, I want to go home. And they're like, well, we don't suggest it, but if you want to, you can. Wow. And we're like, yeah, we're ready to go home. We already had one. Yeah, <laughs> you <yeah>. know, <laughs> our daughter's like four at this point. Like yeah. we already know what to expect. And then, yeah, so we just went home like early. Yeah, we were really lucky because down in Georgia, it was like a Catholic hospital or something, and they were awesome. Like, they literally, for the first night, said, you know what, why don't you guys just sleep? It's been a long time. We'll take the baby overnight. Don't worry about it. And let us just go to sleep. I mean, and I was like, I'd rather be more comfortable with babies in the room almost, but mm -hmm. like, okay. And so we actually got a decent night's sleep. She yeah. did bring her in every couple hours to... Yeah. Got a nurse. Yeah. And then, but they were, had no problem. If you want to get formula, then just get formula. It's not a big deal. Because Amanda had a really hard time with the milk not coming in. It never actually came in with any of her pregnancies. Yeah. So she was, you know, frustrated with that, trying to nurse, think, feeling like she couldn't nurse and do what she's supposed to do as a mother. Right. And I don't know how to help. 
I'm like, I don't know what I can, how do I help this? I can't help it. I'm like, but it actually was kind of nice because we used formula and then I was able to take a lot of the duties with the baby because mm -hmm. with us both working and everything like that, yeah. she did have some time off in the military because she was in the Navy at the time. Right. Yeah. But um, it actually worked out pretty good for us that I was able to feed the baby a lot and the baby got used to us both feeding, feeding it and, and it worked out really well. Whereas I felt like up here when we had our, with Wayne and I don't know, remember Annabelle, but they really tried to push the nursing, like, and I was like, she doesn't produce milk. Like, we yeah. had no milk last time, almost none. Yeah. And we bought the pumps, and we pumped for months, and it was just uh, just a nightmare. I'm like, this time we were like, you know what, if it doesn't come in right away, we're just going to switch right to formula. Mm. And we ended up buying that German formula that was a little more expensive and stuff like that, which was supposed to be as close as possible to human milk and stuff. But it was just, I'm like, it was so much easier once she was just comfortable with the fact that, you know what? She can't produce milk. Forget that theory. Let's just go straight to the bottle thing. But the, I felt like, like you said, the nurses up here were pushing it so hard that you have to nurse. I'm like, yeah, it's almost like they have a protocol to follow. Yeah, and they just stick to the books. So it was, that was a little bit frustrating. But. Yeah, and I think with Ella, they they offered to take her for a couple hours, yeah. and I felt like she was gone for ten minutes, and like this kid's screaming. Yeah, here's the mom again. Yeah. Um, and she screamed for a long time. Yeah. Uh, the first one is, uh, once you get them home, that's that next second is, that learning curve is the steepest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. yeah. I don't, you, you can't prepare I told Ashley before we had any kids, kids will sleep in the cribs. They will be, they'll sleep in the cribs and not sleeping in our bed, nothing yeah. like that. First night we're in the hospital. I'm laying, you know, all the, they have the couch that lays yeah. into a bed. Ashley's in her bed. And I hear the baby wiggle, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> coming to bed with dad. Yep. Like, yeah, that's bogus. That's what they, yeah, because they yeah. don't like you to, they, they don't, don't want like, it to yeah. sleep in the little Well, and I thought, I, I thought, like, oh, no, we're not having kids sleep with us. Yeah, yeah right. They tug on your heartstrings. Oh. The first boom, noise, anything they make, they're oh. like, come here. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. They were supposed to sleep in that little bassinet. They warn you, you yeah. can't, you can't let it sleep. Yeah. I'm like, as soon as they leave the room, I pull the baby out, yeah. put it next to my, in the crook of my arm, I lay yeah. back, and I can sleep comfortably. The baby sleeps yeah. comfortably. I'm like, I understand that some people accidentally suffocate kids. Yeah. I understand that that actually happens, but I was like, I'm gonna sleep so much better with the baby in my arm yeah. than in a crib on a hard surface, not near any physical contact. Yeah. I don't know. Back to the labor and delivery. Yeah. Me as a guy yeah would advise somebody who's having their first child to take somebody with you like another lady yeah or another person to especially on your first one i had i had ashley's mom and sister on the first one yeah. and then her mom on the second one yeah. i will always take somebody with me yeah but i would advise everybody to take somebody with you so you have like help or like yeah. somebody you can talk to if yeah. you have questions or I, like you w are wondering things, take somebody along so you yeah. can bounce things off because your wife isn't really thinking no. and you're her advocate. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Amanda's mom was there and she was a huge help. Yeah. But she hadn't had a baby in, in 30 years. years. Yeah. So yeah. it'd been a long time since yeah. she'd had any kind of dealing yeah. with this baby infant stuff. So we were both, me and her were just, I think it just like, well, what do we do here? You yeah. know, trying to figure it out. but. But it, <clears throat> that that learning curve is steep. That's all I know. Yeah. Isaiah was, we I don't I didn't say colic, but he wasn't really colic. I don't think. It might have been like I think Ella. It was acid reflux. 
Acid, yeah, that's that's kind of, I think, the diagnosis yeah. they gave for Ella. It was just, he would scream and scream and scream. I mean, it was, I remember just bouncing him for hours There was nothing and you hours. could do. And it was just, and but they, well, some one of our friends told us to just give him some acid reflux medicine. And we talked to the doctor, and they said it was fine. So we did it. And within weeks, he was way better. Like, it was just like, I just wish we could have slept ourselves and said, hey, yeah. <laughs> this kid's hurting. This how how many is. months did you go through? With that. I can't remember how long he screamed for. It was, hmm, Amanda's gonna be mad at me for forgetting, but I forgot all the bad parts really. I you tried to, yeah. Out. <laughs> but it was, it was a while. We had perfect babies. But you had perfect babies. Like our babies were fat, <laughs> yeah, and happy. That's awesome. And nursed a lot. Like they woke up. I'm not saying they would sleep through the night. Yeah. None of that. But they were good babies. Yeah. For babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't scream, cry. Anything like that. We had, we had fat, happy babies. That's awesome. When they hit toddler and teething, well, new story. Yeah, <laughs> teething is tough. It's tough. But yeah, so what what would you say are some of the things about bringing a baby home that were the most, I don't know. Stressful? Stressful, I guess, yeah. Well, like your car ride home. The car ride. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have a new life. Your life back there. Yeah. You do. Going 20 so, under the speed you're just limit like with driving. your flashers on. Yeah, like a white knuckle in that steering well, wheel. Just trying to get out of the hospital. Yeah. Literally, I would take Isaiah and I'd put him in the car seat and he'd scream, pull him back out again. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, get every, all the straps put away, get him to sleep. Just gently lay him in the car seat, get him buckled and try to start walking, screaming again. Yeah. Pull him back yeah. out, get back in the room again. We, it was, I mean, now obviously I'm like third baby in. I'm like, just yeah, let just him buckle scream. him in and let him scream. They're going to be fine. Yeah. But you, the first one, you don't want him to ever cry. So you're just like, what right. can I do to make them not cry? Like every little step. I, I know. I remember Amanda having to pull over because Isaiah would scream until he puked. Yeah. He'd just scream and scream and scream until he puked. And you'd pull him out of the car seat and it just, she, she was trying to drive home from the airport and you had to pull over at a, at the mall, pull him out of the car seat because he yeah. just couldn't make it home. Just. That sounds exactly like our deal with Ella. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she would scream till she turned purple. Oh yeah. Like you thought she was going to stop breathing. Oh. But I agree 100%. You buckle them in when yep. you're about to leave and screams, take them back yep. out, bounce them yep. for 20 minutes. Yep. Okay, she's sleeping yep. again. Buckle them in there. You <laughs> make it five steps down the hallway. <laughs> like, shit. You take them out again. You know, and it's all the way home. Pull yep. over. Make it five miles. Pull over. Try to calm them down again. Try nursing again. Yeah. And then the stupid part of nursing, right after you nurse, you got to burp the stupid Yeah. Because <laughs> all the gas in there. Yeah. You burp them up. So then you're burping, and, and that is my least favorite this burpy thing. Oh. Getting home, I was like, I can deal with the crying baby for so long, but... To get those burps? To get those burps, it's like hours. <laughs> you know, and we tried everything, you know, over your shoulder, yep. patting them. Yeah. Or the Elmi way, where they you kind of like chokehold them. Yeah. <laughs> the chokehold is yeah. the best. I yeah. love the chokehold. I felt like burping was, after I learned the chokehold, I loved it. Yeah. Just grab them right under their chin. Yeah. You, it's it's just... not really a chokehold, <laughs> to clarify. It looks like it. looks chokehold, like it, but, but you're... you're supporting them by yeah. the by jaw. The jaw. Your lower jaw. Yeah. You yeah. hold the lower yeah. jaw and you pat <laughs> the back. Well, the first time I saw Elmi yeah. doing that, I'm like, what is she doing? You know, because I couldn't yeah. quite see everything. Yeah. I thought yeah. she was holding her by the throat. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, but yeah, that was, that was definitely the most stressful. It's like, okay, they ate, so you know you have to burp them now. Yeah. And I swear, you'd spend two hours trying to burp this kid. Yeah. They would never burp. Oh, yeah. You know, you try everything, lay them down, and then pick them back up, or, yeah. you know, everything. And then they're hungry to nurse my wife. I'll just nurse them again. 
I don't remember like struggling to get our kids to. I could be like wrong on this one. You, yeah, you like I could forget this. No, know. I'm not saying we had perfect kids, <laughs> but they, we had good babies. Yeah. Like that gave up burps pretty easy, as yeah. far as I know. Yeah. Or for me, anyhow, yeah, they I, always did. I think with the later ones, I with Isaiah, I don't really remember. You got to remember, you're not going to break the baby and give him a pretty yeah, firm. Yeah, they got to be pretty firm, and, and it, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I don't know. I liked burping. I think I don't know. Yeah. I, it was the belly aches and the bouncing on the ball, trying to get them to sleep. Like I remember, we had, we had a big medicine ball. And I would sit in front of the TV, watching football all Sunday, and just bounce him on this metal hit ball. So I'd sit on the medicine ball, holding him, medicine ball holding him, and just bounce up and down. I'm like, man, I'm gonna have abs after this. This is awesome. <laughs> I didn't though. I don't know why. <laughs> but, but anyway, seven minute abs. <laughs> but bringing them home, I remember my wife had terrible delivery, so like I had to make sure. Like, luckily, we had an apartment out Scott and Ina's. Yeah. And so. We just moved downstairs into their dining room and brought our bed down there. So we had Ina's help and Bianca. Bianca didn't have any babies, so she loves babies. Yeah. So she was always there to help us with our That's your wife's sister. My wife's sister, yeah. yeah. She was the champion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was always there to help. So I could, she would always hold the baby and want to hold the baby and love on the baby. Yeah. And so I could take care of Ashley. Yeah. Make sure she had her Tylenol, Advil, water, make sure everything was going good with her so i always had bianca and ina there to help out yeah but and, and you had you didn't have c-sections on either one no okay no but uh, we had ter- terrible tearing and yeah that and it, postpartum that yeah but bianca was always my go-to because yeah. she it was her first niece yeah. and her like so and she loves babies so it was like she was at her and tyler were like first married and she was wanted to be she was she was awesome yeah she was our big help she was yeah. huge help yeah and same with us we actually put an apartment on my in-laws yeah. we and i you and i did the similar so, thing at yeah. the same time so that was very relaxing i mean yeah. larry and elmy raised our kids you know just as yeah. much as we did right which was awesome because it's like when they say you don't sleep when you have a kid, yeah. I was thinking, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I don't. My wife literally would get one hour of sleep for like, it had to have been two years. Like, I think she had PTSD as well. <laughs> she's like, I never sleep anymore. Yeah. You know, and she was just trashed. Yeah. She couldn't think straight. Um, but yeah, it was nice living with with my in laws because they'd be like, you guys need to take a nap. So they'd take take her for a yeah. couple hours and do everything that's awesome but like you were saying earlier about the acid reflux it was up until she was probably three or four months old that we dealt with the screaming day in and day out yeah she wasn't colic we gave her the colicom you know yep. the black charcoal yep. mm-hmm. so all of her clothes are ruined with black yep. charcoal like everything yeah we give it and it would help a little bit yeah um but you would just try everything and she would not calm down I mean, she would eventually, yeah. but, but yeah. it seemed like at least half the day she was just screaming. Yeah. And I remember like my aunt, she was a nurse. She's like, oh, let me try this. And my mom, they're all like, oh, let me just try. Maybe you're, you're too stressed out. I'm nice and relaxed. <laughs> they would last two minutes. Yeah. Okay, this, take your kid back. Yeah. This thing, you know, she's purple now. You yeah. better. So my wife would just resort to nursing because that's yeah. the only thing that would make her stop crying. Right. Um, but yeah, the like I said, the burping. We had a little island in our apartment. 
13 steps around my island in my house. I remember from bouncing. <laughs> I just, I did laps. Yeah. I think one night it was like 480 laps. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was literally like three hours of just walking and yeah. bouncing and padding. Yeah. Cause then as soon as she'd fall asleep, you couldn't lay her down. Right. And then she'd just wake up and scream again. Try to put her in the swing. Same thing. Like it was hit or miss. Cause yeah. one, I remember the first time she took a four hour nap, me and my wife were like, did she really just do that? Wow. Cause she would, it literally be okay. Nurse for like, I don't remember how long. Let's just say a half hour. She'd nurse. Then try to burp for like an hour. Yeah. Well, then by the time she's done burping, she's hungry again. Yeah. Right. Or pooped her pants. Or pooped her pants. Yeah. So yeah. then you're dealing with that and you don't want her to wake up because yeah. you're wiping her, put a new yeah. thing on. Okay, shit came out. So you got to put a new onesie on. Yeah. And then when you're done that, you just repeat the whole process again. And my wife did it all night long. Yeah. And that's why... She wouldn't sleep because she just really couldn't, you know. She had a lot of help from her her mom and stuff, but at the same time, it's like it's all night with just you and the baby while I was there too. So I'm running out, getting more clothes, getting diapers. Okay, let's try this. You ha you need to balance her for an hour because I need to sleep. Yeah. Okay, you know. So, and then at the time I was working for my father-in-law, so we'd wake up at five thirty-six to go to work, and I just went to bed like an hour earlier. Yeah. So I'm trashed. My <laughs> wife's trashed. They're called my one day. My wife and mother-in-law called me and my father-in-law at like nine thirty, ten in the morning. We'd only been working for two hours. They're like, you guys have to come home. We're exhausted. They'd been up since the night before. Yeah. They were up yeah. all night with her. So we, you know, we left work early, came home, and they like they were trashed. So oh. they went to sleep while me and Larry were like taking care of her. And this went on for three, four months. You always leave it. I mean, I'm like, when you talk about horror stories for babies, like, it was the worst thing ever. Yeah. And then Theo, man, opposite. Like, he had a little bit of the col like colic. He would do yeah. the colic on the charcoal yeah. for belly aches and stuff, but he wasn't half as bad. Yeah. Plus, being a boy, he, he wasn't as uh, dramatic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where Ella learned to, to really cry when yeah. she was young. <laughs> So, so there was, yeah, the, the burping and the, that diaper changes, I didn't care. Yeah. I changed diapers. I kind of had to for yeah, the first yeah. three months because with yeah. the C-section, my wife couldn't lift anything. You know, she wasn't really supposed to walk much even. Yeah. That's, that was weird for me on the, on the third because I hadn't, I mean, I recovered really fast in the first two and then the third one, it was like a lot, a little bit longer recovery because of the C-section. Yeah. yeah. Is it like 12, 14 weeks? Or something? It's pretty long. Yeah. So, yeah, like Josiah said, with his wife, you're running their Advil, their water, their Tylenol. Yeah. You have, like, a system. Yeah. That alarm set. Yeah. You know, because she would just lay in bed, nurse the baby, bounce. I'd take her, bounce her. Yeah. And you have to change the baby, do all that. Yeah. And then bath time, that was a freaking nightmare, too. Yeah, that I always passed off, too. Yeah. Ina. Yeah. My mother-in-law, she yeah. liked to bathe the baby, so. Yeah. I never, ever bathe. I don't think I ever the only, about. only thing I liked about bathing the baby, I, I would take him in the tub with me. I liked doing that. Yeah. I'd have the little sling, so it'd be like a little net or, yeah. or a towel, and I'd put it in my lap, and then the baby would just like float, and they just love it. You know what yeah. I mean? You just splash around, and only for a little bit, and they get pissed and get on yeah. there. But I liked doing that, just take take him in the bathtub. That was when they were a little bit older, though. You could yeah. do them in the sink at first, in the little, the little blue tub. Yeah, exactly. But then, um, with, with the talking about the postpartum depression, just I, my wife didn't have postpartum nor the way I would imagine it to yeah. be. I didn't really wouldn't have called it postpartum, but for what she told me is she would have no sex drive for like a year after each kid. 
And it wasn't that she was anything to do with like the baby itself. It was just she realized that she looked up online eventually over, after years, and it, it realized that it actually just can kill your sex drive. Like literally have none. So we dealt with postpartum in a different way than yeah. some people do. You know what I'm saying? So it is that for anybody who's listening can be a, a symptom of postpartum depression, yeah. even though you might not feel like you're depressed. It's just like, oh, I just don't feel like it. Yeah. I'm just not in the mood. Yeah. And, my advice was she was scared to be alone with the baby. Yeah. She was, like, she had it. What what you read, yeah. that's what yeah. she had. And my advice, if your wife has it, you... My advice, if you're a first-time father, even any time father, pay attention to your wife. Yeah. Read her. Yeah. See, I could... See, she didn't come out and tell me even, but I could see how she was acting in yeah. the peer, fear and panic yeah. when I would leave the room and she would be in there alone with the baby, even alone with the yeah. baby. So I, I was able... To, I paid attention okay. to what, how she was. Pay attention. Yeah. All I say is pay attention. Look at the signs. And look at the signs. <laughs> so then, your wife, you can help your wife if she. So needs were you it. able to help her with it? Yes, I was. Okay. She didn't have to go get any professional help, anything. Yeah. But she said the only reason why is because I paid attention. Yeah. I saw the signs. Yeah. We talked about it. I talked her through her fears. I helped her how she needed so is that something you discussed before you had pregnant had kids or got pregnant no at all because me and amanda had a discussion i said literally hun this is something that happens to ladies yeah i said if you feel this way please tell me yeah i will not judge you i'm not going to be looking down at you because you can't help it it's a it's a hormonal imbalance Mm -hmm. i said just tell me that you're feeling this way and we can work through it together it's awesome that you caught it and were able to well, talk to her about it. Well, the only reason why I probably paid attention is because I would go to the, a lot of the doctor's appointments with okay. her when, and they gave the paperwork, I think, on it. One to, uh, po- they, you could have postpartum depression, yeah. it says yeah. after. Like, gave some sort of paperwork, and I was like, well, I it clicked in my head to like, okay, pay attention for this. Yeah. And You know what's crazy? We went to the, the one little Ma's class or whatever <laughs> that is, and in that class... They to- showed us the screw that they stick in the baby's head to measure the heartbeat. I'm like, that's the craziest thing. Wh- why would they ever use that? It's yeah. so stupid. I had to have it on my first part. <laughs> I was so pissed when they pulled this little screw out. They started sticking yeah. it in there. I'm like, oh my word. There it is, the screw. Yeah. But yeah. That's why. Side note, but but anyway. So okay. So with and you were able to walk walk her through the postpartum. And it, it just went away on its own, or it was just, just yeah, it, was, it went away on its, it's own. Just the, the chemical balance, everything balances okay. out, and and then you like you you get used to it. like it, yeah. they come down from or their hormone whatever happens. Yeah. I don't know, but she probably started getting more sleep. And probably got to start getting more sleep, and then horm- the horm- hormones balance yeah. out, and then and then like we when I would leave for work, Bianca would come up from her apartment and stay with Ashley during the day because I think, oh yeah, because it was winter, so then Scott and I know whatever, however long later, went on a, on the winter, on winter vacation with Chloe, because Chloe is still little. Yeah. They took her down to Florida, and so Bianca was, when I would go to work, Bianca and I would switch out, and Bianca would go up and okay. hang out with Ashley during yeah. the day. So that's why I said Bianca is like, yeah, like she was our champion. She yeah. was our helper. She always helped. And just having someone yeah. there made her yeah. feel better. Men made that's all she simply wanted was somebody there with her. Yeah. She, she was scared to be alone with that baby. Yeah, yeah. That's, it is like, scary. It's, <laughs> oh, it I is. get it. It's scary, yeah. but and so like, she was. She had that postpartum depression, that's like awesome. scared she might hurt the baby or like, they just they're not. 
really she would have hurt the baby, no. but it's just a fear that the comes, fears yeah. and things you get. So you just just pay attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good advice. And then, um, so with me and Amanda, with after the first one, we we're, we're so not analytical, and we decided we decided that the first four weeks or six weeks, I think it is actually, are the worst. It's mm-hmm. it's the bringing it home for six weeks, you deal with the screaming, because you can't tell what they're mad about, right. and they're screaming. You get a little, so this is just for people who haven't yeah. had a kid yet, or you're going to have your first. Yeah. First six weeks are brutal. First six weeks, you figure out your child. Yeah, and you don't sleep. No, you don't, at all. You figure out the baby and it, what, how it reacts to things, and you don't sleep. And it's you're exhausted, so because you're so tired, it literally, you, you just... It's you're drained. You. You're, you're just, yeah. It's brutal on you. You're just like stressed to the max, constantly on edge, yeah. waiting for that baby to cry. Okay, You get a little breather at six weeks, and then you go to six months. That's what I feel like. I think I feel like it's six weeks, and then the next next breather you get is six months. And then all of a sudden, they, they make a turn. The babies make a, they're a little bit older. They're holding their head up a little more. They're supporting themselves. Yeah, and they're once they can sit up is like where there's a real yeah, break because now there's they yeah. play they yeah. sit in place so you yeah. feel like you get this whole new yeah. break and then obviously yeah. after that it, it expands it goes all, faster and faster there's all these milestones but, but take the first it, two but take <laughs> it if you get yeah. the six weeks yeah. you will survive you will survive yeah and then get, get to don't like because a lot of like i'm always like two years yeah a lot of people say two years yeah. old you and then you're fine yeah that's when it gets super easy that's when it gets yeah. super easy but like i'm talking to first time parents yeah yeah like Take your battles one at a time. Yeah. Take the first six weeks. Yeah. Then okay, from here make it to like don't like keep on looking for that six week and it's not better for you because it might not be. It either. might not be. Might take longer. So I wouldn't even. Yeah. Like don't have unrealistic expectations yeah. for yourself Just, or for what your baby's gonna do because. They're kids and they're gonna do what they want to do. They will. It's just it's just when you're in the thick yeah. of it and you're say you're three weeks in. Yeah. If you can just look ahead and say, okay, look, it's just three more weeks and we might. Yeah. It's gonna get a little it's, easier. It should. For it should. both of mine, yeah. we got uh, six weeks. Yeah. There was you saw the change and yeah. well, you figured out your child. You and you yeah, you, it's yeah. a learning curve for you, learning curve for them. They're because they're experiencing a whole new world. They were in this yeah. warm, comfortable womb for nine months. Yeah. And all of a sudden now they're out in this raw. Yeah. cold bright bright <laughs> horrible place and their sleep schedules flipped opposite because when they you walk around all day long you're rocking them to sleep and then when you're sleeping at night they are all active and that they yeah. wake up because they're not getting rocked around anymore because yeah. she's laying down so it's just completely you know flip their day night cycle it's just it's it's hard on the baby yeah. it really is yeah and you just get so frustrated like i remember just being so exhausted and frustrated but like if he dies I'll be sad, but I won't. <laughs> but I, I get will, to I will, sleep I, again. I will, <laughs> and it's wrong to say, yeah. but like, if he dies, I will be like, you know what, God had it on the off plan. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I never wanted it to yeah. hurt him. I never tried to hurt no. him. I never, but it was just like, and you realize they're not going to die. Yeah. No. They won't you die are, from you are, Like, there's... Military trainers don't get trained this time. No, like you're in this state of mind. It's so brutal at that time. You're so tired. Yeah. And they're just crying for no reason, and you're like, I don't know what to do. I literally don't know what to do anymore. And I remember Shirley's like walking, bouncing her to sleep in the middle of the night after she nursed and pooped and went all this, because my wife couldn't bounce her to sleep or anything because 
of everything that happened. So I was walking around. I'm like trying to figure out how I could invent a robot that would won't <laughs> feel like a human to walk her around for me. Oh, we so bought I the Mamaru yeah. crap. That <laughs> yeah. supposedly looks feels like it's being yeah. walked yeah. around. Yeah, it didn't no, never. None of that works. No interest. None of that works. They know when you're falling. I know. Wool over there. I right? know. But, but I wouldn't I, change any of it. No. I wouldn't either. Never. <laughs> well, John would. I wouldn't. Well, if we knew about the uh, acid reflux yeah. sooner. Well, yeah, I'm saying like that. You would change that, but you're still yeah. grateful for your children oh, yeah. and the experience. Yeah. You learn from it. You learn. Yeah, definitely. And I, don't, I don't. I don't think it's really ever. I mean, maybe the firstborn is easy for people, but I have very few people have I talked to who say it's wicked easy. No, because it's an adjustment yeah, on your whole a, life. Except for those people that are like, yeah, we came home. And she slept the first night eight, ten hours. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, some people do. Their yeah. newborns are sleeping. Well, that's what, actually, Which Annabelle isn't did good. That. They should. Annabelle did that, and that's what we, we were like, they're like, we, you have to wake her up to feed her. Yeah, She's losing weight. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, I finally get an easy yeah. baby, and now I have to force <laughs> her to wait to feed her. Yeah. But yeah, it's what, you just don't, it's not easy. There's yeah. no easy, it's a process, and that's why we're done right at three, and I'm, not, I'm kind of thankful, you know? Yeah. I mean, we might do some adoption, or not adoption, but um, Foster. fostering yeah. later on in life when the kids are older, but I don't mind. I like I like babies. I really do. My, my wife's not big on babies. She she likes the uh, more, like, now versus the infant stage. She's not yeah. big on the infant stage. I don't care for babies. No. I mean, once they're, like, six months, can support themselves yeah. and a little more solid. 18 then... can support themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, support their okay, head okay. don't just... Yeah. You know, that's the stage I like, six yeah. months and on. Yeah. Because um, the new, it, it's scary. It is. When you're holding this, de- like, anybody that had a baby before us, you want to hold the baby? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy that's going to drop it, or, yep. I don't know, I'm just going to black out in fear of holding it, yep. and down I go. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I like babies, but I like when they get a little, like John said, I like, like, they get when, fun. when they, yeah, like six months, well, how old is Isaac? Four months. Four months. Yeah, like I like when they start now. smiling. Yeah, he's at smiling. You. You and he, inter- he, interact, he interacts with me, even though he doesn't like me. But yeah. I like that age. Like <laughs> yeah. when they start to interact and smile and yeah, that's the the, the beginning. Beginning babies are. Yeah. yeah, I'm not huge on. It's a lot that. of work. It's a lot of work. It, it it is a lot of work, but well, you're just trying to. I just try to protect <laughs> them. On, like, don't let their head snap yeah. back or any yeah. of that. But I think no matter all the crap we went through with these infants, when you look down at them and yeah. it's like, I created that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it is cool. That came from me. It's yeah. like, that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. I remember being exhausted. I, I think I cried at all their births. Just I cried them, at every oh, one of my just kids' births. Yeah, it's yeah. just too emotional. It's like, oh. I cried at both of my yeah. mind. Like, it is an amazing thing. It's, yeah. a, it's the most amazing, it. beautiful thing you'll ever yeah. see. It is. It's it is. like an amazing, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So, John, do you want to do uh, teach us something this week? Yes. Uh, so this week on I Learn, I am uh, – so I'm back on the keto diet trying to shed some LBs. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of research into, like, just foods. Like, obviously on keto you have to eat low-carb, and there's certain things you avoid. So then I was looking into, like, the carbs and, you know, proteins, calories, all that. So I'm like, what even is a calorie? So I look into it, and basically, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people already know this, but a calorie is a unit of energy mm-hmm. that your body needs to operate properly. Yeah, okay. So I'm like, well, okay, how do they figure out how many calories are in foods? So, you know, I look it up, watch a few videos, yeah. and 
So what they do is they take like a sample, just a small little, not like a tablespoon worth of whatever food they want to check the calorie rate, and they put it into this, they call a, uh, a bomb calorimeter. Okay. So I'm like, why do they call it a bomb calorimeter? Well, it looks like a freaking bomb. Okay. So they got this one cylinder with the, the food item in there, and then so it's in a real th small cylinder, and it has these electrodes connected to it that actually light it on fire. Okay. So they put that cylinder into a larger cylinder that's filled with water, and now they put that into this bigger unit, and what they do is they ignite it, and it burns burns up that food until it's completely burnt, burn can't burn any yeah. longer. And then they check the water temperature. So the water temperature turns off or starts at like room temperature. They have a starting yep. point. And then when they know what how hot it actually got from burning that amount of food product, they get their calories, you know, or energy. Or to, how much energy it burns. Yeah, how to much to energy to, to raise that water rate. Interesting. So now they use that, so they must, somebody in a freaking scientific place has <laughs> got, put five Cheerios in here, okay, let's burn those, or they're burning this. Um, and so when you're burning calories, like working out, you're literally burning calories, like you're... Literally burning. burning your body is essentially cooking up that... Right, those that, calories. That right. energy and putting it into your... Wow, it's pretty yeah. cool. So it was a short one, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that like is the mean. science behind it. Yeah, that was interesting. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so next week, we are going to talk about taking time for yourself in a hectic life. So these guys are going to talk about their hobbies and stuff, and I'm going to tell them where they're wrong. <laughs> so I'm excited you guys can hit us up on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at JKCubed. Yeah. Um, or then you can send us an email to djkcubed at gmail.com. And then Tom Perry, another shout out to you. Loving the voicemails every week. We got yeah. another voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. you got an, and Neil Olson. Neil, Neil, Neil Olson. Because he was there at the Crazy Kettle yeah. List. So shout out to you two for leaving voicemails. We really enjoy the voicemails that are left on Spotify. So, so much fun. I laugh so, so hard. So. We look forward to the voicemails. So if anybody wants to hint, hint, leave voicemails, we like we enjoy listening to them. Yeah. And if um, you are going through that first baby, just hold on. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. Every day at a time. <laughs> Thank you.